0: Jaguars Digital. Jaguars Jaguars Digital. Jaguars Drive Time. Brian Sextekson. John O'Shoja. Ashlyn Sullivan. Sullivan. Jaguars Drive Time starts
1: right now.
2: Happy Friday. Good morning. Welcome into Jaguars Drive Time. A rainy Friday here in Jacksonville as we get ready for the Houston Texans to come to town for a home game on Sunday. Both teams coming off the bye. Both teams with the same record looking to get out of this losing streak. We're changing things up a little bit this morning on Jags Drive Time. We're gonna go right into our game preview presented by Simply IOA, and we will have head coach Doug Brown here in a matter of minutes. So game preview number one is run the ball. James Robinson, all eyes on you this week. Coming off a hundred yard game against the Chargers, and it's no secret that the Texans have a struggling run defense, 31st in the league. Use that to your advantage, especially with a rookie quarterback. Definitely want to rely on James Robinson this week. Game preview number two is make it easy for that rookie quarterback, Jake Luton. He's probably going to make a rookie mistake, and that is okay. This is not only his first NFL game action. This is his first start in the NFL, so everyone around him has to help him out. That means the offensive line. That means the wide receivers running crisp routes. That means everyone blocking the way they're supposed to. We always say do your job, but that is especially true this week on the offensive side of the ball. And finally, game preview number three is do not lose this guy, Deshaun Watson. Keep him in the pocket as best as you can. And when he gets out, because we all know that's his strength in his game, he's dangerous on his feet. That means that we're looking at Miles Jack. He is critical this week to keeping Deshaun Watson. From killing the jaguars with his running game and we're hoping that miles jack is back healthy he's been at practice all week but he is absolutely critical to this jaguars defense on sunday and now i welcome in brian sexton and john osier and, Pro- and brian we've talked so much about jake luton this week that it's kind of been lost the impact james robinson should have on sunday not only can he hand it off jake luton if things go wrong but besides the quarterback play you really want to run against this texans team
3: Well, and and don't forget, he's the best player you have on offense. No disrespect to DJ Chark, but without a quarterback that's consistently delivering the ball on time and and on the money, um, DJ Chark is a non-factor. He has been now for what seems like a month. Uh, The most reliable player you have is Robinson. So get him the ball. I, I, I don't care how you do it. If you have to use swing passes to put the ball in his hands, fine. And I understand, and the coach will say this, and he's right, you can't just say we're going to ram it down their throats because there's enough talent on that side, despite what the numbers say, that if they decide they're going to stop the run and sell out against the run, they're going to do that. So your quarterback's still going to have to make plays, but I just don't see how you get very far doing anything without Robinson touching the ball.
2: Absolutely. And, John, big news out of Houston yesterday. was basically the entire linebacking core for the Houston Texans right now is on COVID reserve. That includes Whitney Merciless. So people say a good break for the Jaguars, but the Jaguars definitely can't keep that in their pocket, especially with James Robinson. You still want to plan like they're all playing.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you game plan for that or not. You know, it'll, it'll certainly help in the sense that you don't have two great edge rushers coming off the edge. You have J.J. Watt with no Merciless. So it's, uh, you know, it, back to the James Robinson thing. I've been saying it all week you absolutely have to keep him involved. But it's sort of a, you know, which came first, the chicken or the egg? You've got to stay in the game to keep him involved, and you have to throw well to keep him involved. So he needs to have a big game, and boy, you hope, going into the fourth quarter, that you're to the point where you can still keep turning around and handing him the ball. Because uh, I think the key overall is, can Luton complete passes early? and get them out of a bunch defense and give James Robinson room to run, which he hasn't always had this year.
3: Right? Says you use the run to set up the pass. You pound the ball, you bring the linebackers and even a safety closer to the line of scrimmage, and then you send it over their head. That isn't the way that this team is going to function. This team is going to use the pass to set up the run. Even though James Robinson could play it either way, This team, it doesn't matter as long as you get the production from the ground game to take the pressure off, but it it does set it up for the rookie to have to make some throws early to back them off the plate, Ashlyn.
2: Could not agree more, and I think someone else will agree with us. I believe we have head coach Doug Rohn here standing by for coffee with the coach. Coach, good morning. How are you?
4: Good morning. I'm doing well.
2: Great to hear. So we were just talking about James Robinson and, and Jake Luton and that's obviously the biggest storyline of this week and we've been saying all week we go back to training camp and Jake Luton was the storyline for many days with his big arm and impressing all of us. So now the question I have for you is how do you think that translates to the game field?
4: I think we're going to see. I, I think I, I would be able to give a better opinion if we had you know preseason games where you're able to go in there and perform in the preseason but um, you know, we didn't have that. So, you know, we had scrimmages and, uh, you know, he did well. And I think that, you know, he pretty much checks all the boxes when you're looking at height, weight, speed, arm strength. Um, but like I said before, we've seen a lot of quarterbacks check all these boxes and go out there on Sunday and and um, not perform. And I think that's going to be the key. So I'm kind of excited. I, you know, he's, he's worked really hard. He has an opportunity. Uh, we'll see how much he can take advantage of it. I think that uh, obviously we're going to try to, you know, uh, take some stuff off his plate. Uh, we don't want to put too much on him, but, uh, you know, he's going to have to come up with some, with some throws, um, you know, and obviously the running game and the offensive line, uh, play a big role in this and, uh, the receivers, you know, yards after the catch, um, you know, Jake will, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll throw it into tight windows and, and obviously he can throw it deep. So, Um, It'll be interesting, I think the key is really just getting him off to a good start and him being confident and seeing how he reacts to uh, the first time you get hit, the first time you get sacked. What is ball security in the pocket? You know, these are things that are unknown because we haven't been able to put him in those situations.
1: Coach, obviously you didn't pay much attention to Jay Gluten for a long time because he's not uh, the starter for a long time. Anything since he became the starter, that you like with what you see any any moment any way he carries himself anything like that since he's sort of returned to your focus
4: i think i think a lot of times in my experience when um you know there's an injury and someone's moving up uh i think you know obviously especially with that position you know where all eyes are on you all the time uh, i think for the most part what i've always seen people do is just really put in the work and really make sure that they're not gonna be the reason why the team doesn't do well. More likely trying to be the reason why the team does does well. Meaning that I also see a lot of other players around them, both offense and defense, you know, kinda of, um, you know, supporting him, you know, and getting him going. And he's really been, you know, just kind of locked in, I would guess, is the best way to, to explain it. But I think that's how most people are, knowing that, you know, these opportunities don't come very often.
1: One thing about uh, Deshaun Watson, I know we've talked about him so much over the years. You've played him so much. And there's this perception out there that the Jaguars haven't pressured him. And you guys have gotten pressure on him. It's just he's this guy who seems to escape once or twice a game at key moments. Is that really the strain of him, that you can bottle him up for 58 plays and he gets free on the 59th?
4: I think everyone can see what type of uh, athlete he is at quarterback. I think one of the main things, though, that he doesn't get enough credit for, you know, we used to say this a lot about, you know, Ben Rochelsberger in um, in Pittsburgh, about he was so big he's hard to bring down. Well, obviously Deshaun's not as big, but he's very elusive. You know, there's been times where we've been able to get out his legs or get around his hips, and he's been able to spin out, get out of it. And, you know, what's interesting is, he he does a very good job of decision-making of either a trying to extend plays um, when they have a lot of speed on the field and keeping his eyes down the field. And then sometimes if it's just a third down play and he needs to just take it, he'll just take off and run. But I think he does a very good job of managing those situations, which is obviously a great challenge for us on defense.
3: Coach, the last time you played these guys, I I thought Juwan Taylor played really good football. Um, You know, there was some pressure in the fourth quarter when you were forced to to play come from behind and throw the ball all over the field. But I thought he played his best game of the season against J.J. Watt and did a nice job. How is he coming along on the right side there? And can you just give us a sense of where this offensive line is coming out of the bye week? You've had to make some moves because of injury the first half of the season. Where's this group overall?
4: I think really the three inside players when they're, when they've been in there and healthy have been really playing well. Uh, I think, you know, that shows up in the stats. You know, I think our tackle that time they've they've, um, you know, been exposed, like you said, you know, when you get to these games that are out and then all of a sudden now it's just pass rush after pass rush and people are just being off on them. Um, But I think they're improving. I think, you know, one of the things that probably have, have hurt more of the younger players and it goes back to the younger players is not having, uh, the off-season or the preseason, guys that are going into their second year like like Juwan or Cam, who came off an injury. Um, you know, that would have really helped guys, uh, you know, being able to perform. But, you know, the offensive line has done a nice job this year. They really have. I mean, and, and I judge it by uh, just the average yards per game, you know, what we're doing uh, running the football. Uh, obviously, we can do a better job in protection. Um, you know hopefully we'll be able to do things and, and and help them with you know getting the ball out on time things of that nature that always helps the line uh in that aspect but i' I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the line and we just got to keep them healthy i think you know andrews ha- andrew norwell's having a really good year that's kind of being uh, you know kind of laid low because of our record but you know he's really playing at a high level Brandon Linda's playing at a always has played at a high level and uh, you know aj can is is playing his best football since he's been here
3: One quick follow up coach Uh, along those lines early in the season, especially that Titans game, the tight ends made a huge impact. I think they caught five first downs in that game in week two against the the Titans. And we haven't seen them as involved moving the chains and helping with consistency on the offense. Do you see that as being a focal point over the second half of this season, especially with a young quarterback out there for a Tyler Eifert uh, for a James O'Shaughnessy to make some plays in the middle of the field and keep the team on the field?
4: Well, you know, I mean, you know, Jake's a big guy, you know, he's got good vision. Um, so, you know, when, if you get someone like Tyler, uh, you know, Ben Ellison, he's another guy that's an untold story. That's really doing a good job as our, as our wide tight end a blocking tight end that, that uh, has, has really played well. We, we pulled them up. Um, but I, I, I would say, yeah, I mean, the more people you can get involved, the better you're going to be, you know, if, and that, You know, a lot of that's going to depend on, you know, what we're doing at quarterback, how the quarterback's doing, how he's reading progressions. You know, you just can't. It's not one of these games where you just say, um, you know, hey, listen, I'm going to I'm going to take this ball and I'm going to run someone over the middle. I'm just going to throw it. You know, a lot is dictated on your progression, your reads, your coverages and and where you got to go with the football. Um, Sometimes they take that stuff away. But. Uh, it would definitely help us. There's no doubt if we can do something in the middle of the field uh, with our tight ends or bringing some of our receivers in.
2: All right, big game this Sunday against the Texans. Head coach Doug Rohn, thanks so much for your time.
4: Great, guys. Thank you.
2: All right, we'll see you, coach. When we come back, he will, he won't, he might here on Jaguars Drive Time. But first, let's recognize our frontline worker presented by Farron Farrah.
0: JAG's Drive Time is presented in part by TIAA Bank, created to serve, built to perform. By Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing health care for good. change without notice equal housing opportunity
1: why do you choose farah and farah first we have the financial resources to take on any insurance company and our track record proves that we know how to win our attorneys and staff are a team
5: and we've worked together for decades to us our job is much more than just a paycheck we love to help and this is important
1: we never forget it's not about us it's all about you. Farah and Farah, Jacksonville.
5: Hanania Subaru of Orange Park would like to present our new dealership with over 13 acres of vehicles to choose from and our new online buying program. I buy. You decide how much of your buying experience you do online. Browsing. Value your trade. Picking your payments. Financing. Just go to Subaruoforangepark.com. Pick out your vehicle and click iBuy to begin. Become an iBuy preferred customer at Hanania Subaru of Orange Park, your local Subaru Superstore.
3: Farah Farrah and Farrah Frontline Worker of the Week. Gina is the Nutritional Director at the Nassau Council on Aging. Before the pandemic, Gina coordinated weekly meals for 50 elderly residents in Nassau County. When the pandemic hit, that number grew to thousands of meals weekly and to the most vulnerable members of the community. The scope and intensity of the job ramped up quickly, and Gina met the challenge without giving up the personal touches that let the folks she serves know she cares. Gina worked without fear, despite the threat to her own health, and balance the needs of co workers, seniors, donors, and her own family. The Jacksonville Jaguars and Farrah and Farrah are proud to recognize Gina Cox as this week's Frontline Worker of the Week.
2: Game day is just around the corner, and we can't wait to be Duval together again. The Jaguars are taking every precaution to keep our fans safe at TIAA Bank this fall. From cashless concessions to contactless entry, visit jaguars.com slash stadium to learn more. We're back on Jags Drive Time. Thanks so much to head coach Doug Marone for joining us this morning. And it's time for He Will, He Won't, He Might. Going into Sunday's home game against the Houston Texans. Brian Sexton, you're up.
3: I'll take Miles Jack, who returns to the lineup this week, and I say he'll have 15 tackles. Um, You know, they've missed him and his speed and his size and his athleticism. Um, We have always known what Miles is capable of, and this year, for the first time, you know, we think he approached that all pro sort of level that we've all held out for him. And then the injury in Cincinnati, and we haven't seen him full speed so he will have a big day on the tackle sheet he will be all over the field and he'll be chasing deshaun watson plenty he won't have have the splash plays right it'll just be steady 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 and too many people think and it's probably true when you start including the fan vote and things like the pro bowl that if you don't have interceptions return for touchdowns and fumble recoveries and sacks you're not going to be a pro bowl caliber player we've lost the appreciation in this game for that great linebacker that's steady just tackle 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 he won't have splash plays this week I I just don't think that the Texans offense is set up for that they're either going to run it or they're going to throw it deep with Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb this guy though he wanted the splash plays but he will have lots of tackles and he might finally show the average football fan his true worth to this defense because while you've got Joe Schobert and the safeties filling gaps, this is the guy that runs sideline to sideline and makes plays. He might be that guy. This might be that Sunday where people go, wow, he is really good without any splash plays, but just steady 10 to 12 tackles 15.
2: Absolutely crucial to stopping Deshaun Watson in the Houston offense and crucial to this Jaguars defense as well. All right, John Osier, you have DJ Chark. All
1: right, I do have DJ Chark, and I have a question for both of you guys. Are you sitting down because this is going to blow your mind?
2: Yes. Here we he go. He
1: won't. I'm starting off with he won't. Whoa. DJ Chark won't be hurt this week, uh, and, it, and it's a big deal. I think some of what got lost in his eight receptions over the last two games was there was a timing thing with him and Gardner Minshew that wasn't quite right. I don't know that that was all Gardner. He's off the injury report the ankle. I think that helps. Coming up second, second not first, he will he will get a lot of targets you know and I know we're talking about James Robinson and I know Doug's talking about hey we got to protect Jake Luton a little bit. I don't know that's how it's going to play out I think if Jake Luton going to be effective, if this offense is going to be effective, it needs to throw the ball. This team believes it has big time receivers. It wants to use them, hasn't used them enough. So I think DJ Chart's can get a lot of, going to get a lot of targets, and he might show Jaguars fans why going into the season he was the best offensive player. He's still the best offensive player on this team. He hasn't had a chance to play like it because the ball hasn't been getting to him. He might show that again. So, hey, He won't, he will, he might.
2: What are you doing this week? I think you'll run the program. John Ogier, good one. I picked another receiver, LaVisca Chenault Jr. He will, he won't, he might. He will make an impact on Sunday. He's been making an impact every single week, but I think this week more so than others. Doug Marone said before the bye week, I'm gonna think outside the box a little bit. And I think when we all heard him say that, we thought of LaVisca Schnault Jr. using him in even more creative ways than they have been using him. A rookie quarterback this week? Give the ball to LaVisca. Have him take a few snaps. Why not? He won't be frustrated if the connection isn't there right away. When we spoke to Jake Luton on Wednesday, he did mention one receiver, especially in training camp, that he had that good connection with. And it was Colin Johnson. So this might take time and that's okay but LaVisca's not the type of guy that's going to be frustrated right away if the connection with the new quarterback isn't there on Sunday. And he might make a game-changing play, but I'm not saying it's a touchdown. I go back to two weeks ago, Los Angeles Chargers. He gets that crucial first down where he basically plows over three defenders and gets that first down when it was really needed to set up the James Robinson touchdown. That's the type of play that doesn't get as much attention as it should. Like Brian said, you're always talking about sacks and fumbles and interceptions. With wide receivers, you're talking about touchdowns and stuff like that. But that first down was crucial to that game, and I foresee him making a play just like that. Brian, what do you think?
3: I, um, I think you're right. I think he's going to be involved, if only because he's one of those few multidimensional players that Jay Gruden and Doug Marone can play around with. You know, they can put him in a bunch of different roles. You can't take Tyler Eifert and put him, uh, you know, in the, uh, in the backfield and expect him to do those kinds of things. So, and you can't put James Robinson out wide and expect him to beat the coverage down the field. I think Chenault is, is a guy who's going to be involved in, um, in a number of different ways.
2: Looking to get a little creative this week against the Houston Texans. When we come back on Jags Drive Time, pick one and pick it going into this NFL weekend.
0: DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their homebuyers. Deliver... In Florida,
5: bicyclists have the same rights and responsibilities as everyone else on the road. So when you ride, follow the rules. Always wear a helmet and use lights on your bike. And drivers, watch for cyclists. Give them space to ride. And don't forget when making that right on red, look to your right first to see if a cyclist is approaching in the bike lane. We all have a responsibility to keep ourselves and each other safe. Alert today, alive tomorrow because safety doesn't happen by accident. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. Slot ride, 42, hot, hot. A great quarterback is a true leader with a work ethic that never wavers and a desire to win that is second to none. We know a truck like that. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling truck 43 years straight. With impressive towing and payload, Ford F-150 makes tough jobs look easy. Visit your local Ford dealer for great offers on F-150, official truck of the NFL. Based on 1977 to 2019 calendar year
0: total sales.
2: At ViStar, we believe in better. And that means treating people better with friendly, personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952. A smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch, an online or phone chat for those quick questions, and a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA.
5: Today's horoscope brought to you by GEICO.
2: People will take note of your sunny disposition, Sagittarius. That's because you just switched to GEICO and discovered you could save hundreds of dollars a year on car insurance. However, your newfound inner glow may prompt unfounded rumors. Did you get a promotion or you want a juice cleanse? Did they give you too much anesthesia at your dentist appointment? Your secret is safe with us, Sagittarius. GEICO.
5: 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Hanania Subaru of Orange Park would like to present our new dealership with over 13 acres of vehicles to choose from and our new online buying program, iBuy. You decide how much of your buying experience you do online. Browsing, value your trade, picking your payments, financing. Just go to Subaruoforangepark.com. Pick out your vehicle and click iBuy to begin. Become an iBuy preferred customer at Hanania Subaru of Orange Park, your local Subaru superstore.
0: Jag's drive time is presented in part by Dream Finders Homes. Homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill. Everyone's invited. And Adeco, Deco. Visit adecousa.com.
2: Fair and Fair reminds you to continue to wear a mask. Help prevent the spread of COVID-19. Fair and Fair, protecting you and your family since 1979 lines on the field means it's NFL weekend at home in Jacksonville and it's time for pick one and pick it Brian Sexton Seattle Seahawks Buffalo Bills
3: just um NFL weekend it's Florida Georgia weekend am I correct yeah, on it that is. Go right. Gates. so that means that for the Go for Gates. the first for the first time The Jaguars will play on Sunday, the day after the Florida-Georgia game is played on Saturday. And Jack Del Rio, for years, wanted the Jaguars to consider doing this. He thought it was great for football to have high school football and then, uh, you know, SEC, you know, heritage game like Florida-Georgia, and then to have the NFL behind it. And so uh, tip of the cap to Jack, he, he pushed it. It was accidental this year. Uh, it happened because of COVID and not being able to go to London, but I think we're going to finally see you know, how the staff can turn the stadium over. Anyway, it's a big deal. Um, I yeah. think it is. So I took Seattle at Buffalo. These are two entirely different kinds of teams, uh, two entirely different types of quarterbacks. You know, We talk about prototype quarterbacks all the time, and Josh Allen is that physical prototype. And then you've got Russell Wilson, who's sort of the new prototype. When you look at the young mobile quarterbacks who are coming into the league behind him you know i mean just if you saw that arizona game a few weeks ago you saw the russell wilson prototype so i think this game is going to be fantastic you have two franchises that are are um, are built differently the seahawks have built around that quarterback now and they've been trading in free agency i mean they're just constantly putting the puzzle together as they go along uh, whereas it's been a slower longer rebuild for these guys since Sabine came in as the general manager in Buffalo. Everything about these two, you know, big cosmopolitan city, you know, Rust Belt City on the edge of Lake Erie. I, just, I love it all. And I think this is going to go to the Bills because they had their chance earlier to step up and declare themselves to be a contender and they didn't show up well against Kansas City. I think Josh Allen, there was a big spread on him in the Wall Street Journal this week. I think this is his game in the, uh, the Bills upend the Seahawks.
2: All
1: right, I'm liking it, I'm liking it. John, Ravens and Colts. Yeah, this is a, uh, yeah, throughout the course of a season, there's sort of games that define different franchises. This feels like that game for both of these teams. Nobody really believes in the Colts yet, even though they're 5-2 and two and they have one of the best defenses in the league. If they beat the Ravens, all of a sudden people start looking at them and saying, okay, maybe they belong you know, right now, it's KC and Pittsburgh and the AFC and everybody else sort of falling off. Maybe the Colts get back in with this conversation. But a bigger game for the Ravens, the Ravens have killed teams that they're better than and gotten beat by good teams this year. If they lose to the Colts, and that could happen because the Colts defense is good enough to uh, negate Lamar Jackson. If they lose to the Colts, all of a sudden, that's three playoff teams or potential playoff teams the Ravens have lost to. You know, I don't know if they start doubting themselves, whatever, but they haven't done well in the playoffs in recent years. This thing about not beating good teams could come to define the Ravens. So a big game for both teams. I think the, uh, I see the Colts winning it because I think teams have figured out, good defenses have figured out how to at least negate Lamar Jackson a little bit, you know, maybe not with yards, but with turnovers making him make mistakes. I go with the Colts in this one.
2: That would be a huge win for the Indianapolis Colts. All righty, I have Chicago Bears and Tennessee Titans. This is a very interesting game because the Bears could be missing four of their offensive linemen due to injuries, due to COVID, some on the COVID reserve list. And both teams looking to end a two game losing streak after both of them had a really impressive start to the season. But all eyes are on this quarterback controversy in Chicago. It's Nick Foles right now. He's not playing at the level they want him to. Mitchell Trubisky is hurt right now. A lot of drama going on in Chicago, but if they can go out and win this game over Tennessee Titans, that settles some things. But the Titans, Brian, I can't really figure them out. They had a really good start to the season. They're on a two-game losing streak. I don't know if it's teams starting to figure out this offense and Derrick Henry, but if they go ahead and lose this game, man, what a drop-off for the Titans all of a sudden.
3: Well, they're a good team, right? I mean, they're good on both sides of the ball. I, I don't think they're great. And I think when you look at their rise over the last year and a half, it, it's followed the quarterback, Tannehill. Um, if there's any fall off on his part, they become so one-dimensional based on Derrick Henry that I think they become an easy problem to solve. So for the Titans to reemerge as one of the contenders, they are a contender. As one of the top teams in the AFC, That quarterback needs to play, over the last seven or eight weeks, like he did the first three or four weeks, maybe five weeks.
4: Mm
2: -hmm. Could not agree more. All kinds of interesting games this weekend, including the Houston Texans and Jacksonville Jaguars. This Sunday, we'll see Jake Luton get his first start, and we'll recap it all right back here. Monday morning, Jags drive time. Have a great weekend. We will see you then.